Yeah, no, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, we're, we're just trying to make light of the world, right? And if we can continue to make an impact on anyone out there that just wants to have a positive experience, get a couple laughs in. But, you know, most importantly, like, you know, we're highlighting places that maybe nobody ever even heard of. Like just recently, man, there was this place, uh, Lilo's just popped out of nowhere over in somewhat South Jersey. It was Haynesport, New Jersey. These guys came onto the scene six months ago. And they're absolutely slinging fire, fire cheesesteaks. And, you know, it's just like the buzz is there. But, you know, hopefully my video will help that that business uh, catch another thousand people that never even heard about it. And be like, oh, shit, I got to go over to Haynesport, New Jersey and check out this cheesesteak joint, which happens to be one of the top cheesesteaks here in 2022. Welcome back to another episode of the Sam Boner Show. I'm your host, Sam Boner Mick. I'm here alongside my co-host, Mr. Colin Thompson, and a very, very special guest today, the one, the only Mr. Kyle Pegan from Crossing Bra. What's up, Kyle? What's up? The one and the only. I like that. There is, there's only one Kyle here nowadays, so... Well, there's a few of you running around these lately, but I got to tell you, man, we, uh, we're a big fan of your work, and we could be more excited to have you on today's show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm we, excited. Are, we are very excited. There's, there's a few of them, right? Just like the, the, you know, the number of Lancel Catholic graduates. There's just a few of them running around. Not as many Archbishop Wood <laughs> uh, graduates. I'm curious. So Lancel Catholic, where are you from, Kyle? I'm from Lansdale. I'm on the border, though. I'm not like from the borough. I'm on the border of North Wales and Lansdale. So I would have been a... Montgomery elementary guy and not a bridal path guy. If you're familiar with the elementary schools. No, no one is. Okay. Well. So where would you want to go to high school? North Penn? I would have went to high school at North Penn. I would have. Yeah. Wow. Big stuff. Big stuff. Yeah. We're good. We'll get it to the food. We got to get it back to the food. But first I want to know a little bit about you though. So you're from that area. Why crossing broad? How crossing broad? I mean, you're an absolute rock chip. You're a freaking superstar. You and I have talked before. I'm a huge fan of your work. Tell us a little bit about your work across and broad, how it started and how's, how's it going now? Thank you. Uh, it's very nice of you. Um, yeah, so I was basically, I was a nine to fiver. I was a nine to five guy working at Comcast, was in the recruiting space, as we want to call it and whatnot, getting a bunch of kids jobs, college kids and everything. Um, and then COVID hit and I was doing a little bit of man on the street stuff, but nothing crazy. I was trying to build up my platform, blah, blah, blah. I started with this, this, uh, this site called Water Boys is what I started with. And, um, I was doing it, doing it, doing it, like doing it like at Comcast. Like I, I would hide up in the cafeteria on like the 43rd floor, like the corner. So, and everyone would be like, where the hell is Kyle? And I'd be just, I'd be like blogging and like thinking of ideas and stuff while I was getting paid by Comcast. So shout out to Comcast. Um, <laughs> COVID hits. I'm still doing some man on the street stuff. I'm still blogging, blah, blah, blah. I'm a COVID casualty. Get the ax, which let's go blessing in disguise. Let's say that and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to bartend. I'm going to do some content and we're going to see where it goes. And it led me to crossing broad. They picked me up and now I just write, I do man on the street stuff and uh, I podcast and I have what, people like Nick on and you, where'd you bartend? I bartended at founding fathers on 16th and South um, forever. I did that when I was even in college and then a place called Liberty grounds, which is relatively new. But if you're looking to take the misses out, it's a bar slash uh, nine hole mini golf course. Anything to Sam Bone there? Yes, it's actually interesting because it's all they call it Pan Asian food. And look at me. I mean, I'm like Wonder Bread white. Like I've never had Pan Asian food in my life. 
It is amazing. The cheesesteak there could go toe to toe with some of the cheesesteaks really? that, that you've that you've uh, reviewed before. Mick. Wait, wait, wait. Where is this place again? You're telling me there's a nine hole mini golf course. Mm -hmm. It's by the prep. Actually, it's like a block away from the prep. FTP. Dude, under. Oh, yeah. All day. We'll, we'll, we'll agree on that one. So, Kyle, what, what, what motivated you to, to start the whole man on the streets thing? I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing. And there's a ton of not tons. There's a few kids out there doing it, but you seem to perfect it. And what just drives you to continue to get out there and do that every day? Yeah, I didn't want to sit in, a, sit in an office. I didn't want to sit in a cube for the rest of my life, do 40 years, die, uh, retire and die. That's how I used to call it. Um, so that's why I just wanted to do it. I knew if I didn't do it, I would like hate myself when I was like 40, 45, 50. You can always go back and do it. Yes, it, you, that's 100% right, Colin. I knew that too. If I failed, you know, I got Comcast on my resume, so I'll just go pick up another job somewhere. You should see these guys. And again, I know we're going to get off topic, but that's what's fun about this show. There's guys I play with in this league, and it is really hard to make it in this league. And it's not like, oh, you got to be good. Everybody's good to this level. But there's guys that are like right here at the door that are in, in and out, getting a couple games here, getting a couple games there. And they're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just done. I'm just ready to live, you know, normal life. I'm like, you're nuts. The normal life is tough. I respect people listening to this driving to work in the morning at 6 a.m. I respect the hell out mm -hmm. of you. You guys work your asses off, man. Mm -hmm. This is the, you know, we get to do the fun stuff. If I continue, I digress, Kyle. But no, the man on the, the man on the street stuff is tremendous. You've done some hot dog stuff, which I think is mm -hmm. tremendous. Can you take us into that? People are consuming large amounts of glizzies at Phillies games, and you are taken to the streets. Legendary. Yeah, I mean... It was it was amazing. So what happened basically was the Phillies. I know we're, they're on our good graces right now, but if you can remember, at one point they weren't. <laughs> at one not point, too long ago. Yeah, not too long ago they were like enemy number one. They were enemy of the state here, um, and so they released the schedule and and it was like two dollar dog nights, and they were done in May, and I was like, what is going on here? I mean, you guys, what you you spend on the product now, and now you can just take away our dollar dog nights? Like, come on, this is a society. There are rules. And so I called up uh, Senator Bob Casey and I was like, listen, there's only two dollar dog nights. They're already done. We got to get another dollar dog night on the schedule. Can you help out? And I was just kidding around and stuff. But his his constituent passed, passed the message along and everything. And he and he uh, he quote tweeted my tweet on Twitter. It kind of took off. And then the Phillies put on a, a new dollar dog night in sometime in September. And we tried to go set a record and we failed miserably. But man, did we have fun eating 40,000 dogs? Uh, on a on a nice night in, in September. How what was the count again? It was supposed. It was so. It the record was set back in 2019. I want to say it was 78,765. And we there was a little shoddy work too. I don't know how much you guys kept up with the story. The counter went backwards at one point. Yeah, I mean, how do you keep track of that? We were making them work. I'll tell you that. Rockling <laughs> Broad did. Yeah, we were making them work. Uh, guys would go in. The thing, here's a little uh, dollar dog tip for anybody out there. Don't go to the lines. Go to the guys who are selling them and walking around with them. They get more commission and they get to keep most of their tips. So yeah. you're, you're, you're helping them out uh, way more if you go to the people, if you go to the guys who are carrying around the dogs and not the people at the concessions. And also you just get them a lot faster. I was buying, I bought 150 at one point and they carry about 60, uh, in a, in a rack, they carry about 60. So the guys were coming out. I bought 60, handed them out to the people. Uh, next guy came out, I bought 60 threw 20 around to the crowd and everything. But they were like, they were loving it because they get all that, like 
money and stuff in the commission and the, and the tips. That's tremendous. That's the hardworking blue collar people of this city right there. You are slinging cold beers in a tub or dollar dogs by the, you know, 50 pack mm -hmm. up and down the steps of the link. They probably have calves like boulders. Those people. Respect. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're, they're Iron Man. I got a good buddy, Paul Esposito. I ran into him at game five of the NLSC. They're actually the World Series. And he's been doing that ever since the Citizens Bank Park was open. Like you said, man, this guy, you got to be an ox to do that job up and down those steps all yeah. day long. Yeah. I used to bartend work eight hours. My back would be killing me. I'm 25 <laughs> years old. I'm like, how do these guys do this? They're doing well, too. They clean house. Oh, yeah. oh, they do. I'm sure they do. Kyle, what's your least favorite drink to make? Someone comes up to you at the bar and it's like, hey, man, give me this. And you're like, oh, damn it. Yeah, mojitos. I'll just tell you that we don't have the ice or the milk or anything. <laughs> but if like you're like uh, some dudes, like my buddy, like love trash cans, which is like the ultimate like 22, 23, 24-year-old drink as well as like college kid. But if you don't know what a trash can is, it's basically a Long Island, but with a Red Bull on top and some like blue carousel on top and stuff. I mean- I'll just tell you to go F yourself, really. If, you, if you can't even stand bone to get yourself back off that hangover. What do you think, Mick? Yeah. No way. No way. No way. I'm actually making my uh, bartending debut this weekend. Where are you doing bartending at? My buddy owns a bar in Ambler, Harry's Tap Room. It's mostly yeah. a craft beer place, though, so it should be relatively easy. And then I'm bartending with my cousin, Meg Mees, big time Sam Boner. She's a pro. So if I get anything that comes my way that's a little difficult, I'll just lean on her. But I'm looking like forward to it. Like wow, that. Mick, that's a good gig. And now, are you going to Sam Bone and do an introduction? Like, we, we might. Hire... It might be a fucking Sam Boner party, dude. I'm just going to have an absolute throwdown. Everybody that's going to come in, I'm going to get them to do a little take a look, take a bite, take a sip. Just had take a look, take a sip, have some fun with it. You just slinging hooch? You slinging beers? You're not slinging liquor, are you? I was slinging liquor too. Yeah, but I mean, but primarily like, it's a craft beer place. Mick, <laughs> like, maybe if there's the anything over like three ingredients. Are you doing it? Or are you just gonna? Oh, yeah, no way, Magnes, come over here. <laughs> Mix is gonna be like, who wants a beer here? Raise your hand. I'm gonna go right to you. <laughs> but yeah, like yourself, Kyle, man, I'm I got a new beginning too. So Good. I'm gonna do anything to make a dollar. I hear you, man. I hear you. Nah, Kyle. So you know, obviously we're the Sam Boners. Mix the Sam Boner. I've joined in a little bit, part of the fun here at Not For Low Media. Just really, you know, spinning up the podcast, and it's been an absolute blast. So I I have to ask the question, where's your fa favorite place to Sam Bone in, in, in Lansdale, in Philly? Like, where's the place in your hometown? You're like, I'm home. I am going to this place to get a hoagie, a cheesesteak, a pie of pizza, whatever that may be. And then I'm in Philly. I'm at Temple where I went to school, go owls, and I'm going here like to talk to me. Just paint the landscape for us from Bucks, Montgomery County, all the way up to Philly. Yeah, if I'm if I'm Sam Bonin back in Lansdale, uh, Dominic's on County Line. Yeah, I think off. Dude, of that's a great spot. I've been there. There's a couple yeah. Dominic's. There's a couple Dominic's. That was the one uh, Dominic's in Upper Bucks County, Mick, is the one I talked about too, up near me, north of Doylestown. Yeah, the the one he's talking about, they just built a brand new bar yeah. on the back, the awesome little patio. Yeah. The inside was re newly renovated, dude. That's a great, great spot. Yeah, when I was there, the uh, the bar was new. The backyard wasn't even done when I used to when I used to like live there and stuff. Uh, and you'll know this one, Colin Spatolas. Oh, I love Spatolas. In what New Britain? Yeah, yeah, I think it's New Britain, and then I don't. They have one around Lansdale, the borough, but I always went to the one in, uh, in in New Britain. So the one in New Britain, there's one in uh, off of Cold Spring Creamery Road where I grew up in Doylestown, right there. The Buffalo Chicken Pizza, oh my god, the Italian hoagies, oh my god, so good. Yeah, the Bucks, Bucks County, baby. Upper yeah. Bucks County has tremendous, tremendous food. 
but mm -hmm. like all the little mama pops, like if you go to the river, kind of where I'm kind of closer to the river and then up over to you, tremendous cheesesteaks, hoagies, pizza, strombolis, like they are freaking slinging it up there. It's super competitive. Yeah. Like, it is super competitive. Lots of Sambone up there. Okay. So that's, that's the Lansdale Bucks area. Take me now to Temple because Ooh. there's some good eats. Like I ate my way through that camp. <laughs> yeah. So Temple's weird because like I was a poor college student. So I always obviously went to the dining hall. You know, not all of us could get bags dropped, you know, being a big tight end at Temple and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> nah, I was undrafted, brother. Nah, uh, I loved Richie's, the breakfast sandwiches at Richie's. I mean, that was just a staple. That was awesome. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I, I think Morgan. Well, Maxie's, they had the pizza. Yeah, the they had good late night cheesesteaks. And then they had. Uh, Philly style. I love the Philly style pizza and wings and cheesesteaks there. The wraps. Okay. Philly style was like towards us on Diamond Street. Mm -hmm. So some good eats there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I was a Morgan Hall guy. <laughs> I was a Morgan Hall guy. That's the dining the cafeteria hall guy. I can't blame him though. I heard great things about that Comcast cafeteria. Morgan Hall. I loved it. Unbelievable. It right now in Philly though, you've worked in Philly. You've had some late nights, I'm sure. I know you have. Mm -hmm. I just, just kind of got to know you a little bit. Plenty of late nights. <laughs> Where are you going in Philly to get a cheesesteak? Where's your spot? Uh, right now I'm in Fishtown, so Joe's is awesome, right out right across the street from the garage. Uh, dude, when Steez was here before it closed down, uh, during the pandemic, like I loved going to Steez. I think that was right around Chestnut and like 16th yeah. area. Uh, that Steez was awesome. You yeah. just you drunk, load up on the on the peppers and everything, and they were, and they were quick too. They got you in and they got you out. Um, other cheese sticks. I mean, Angelo's obviously you got to go with that. Uh, I like we, me and Mick were talking about on, on our show yesterday. Liberty Kitchen, yeah, in Fishtown, do a very good hoagie. Do a very yeah, they good been their best in Philly, I think, not too long ago for mm -hmm. for hoagies, Colin. Beautiful. I'm, guys, a huge, I'm a Italian hoagie guy. That's my you know banana peppers loaded. Up. Did you guys see Colin Sambone a couple weeks ago? He took I think two bites of the hoagie and it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a full. Some Listen, serious deep throat action, honestly. Oh, easy now, but this is a family. <laughs> it's not a family production. Mick said chicks the other day. I was talking about on your show. I'm like, oh, Mick, got me in what? trouble. We yeah, have, you know, I figured it did. We have fantastic, uh, fantastic woman following here, and, and we have an all woman show here, not flow media. So we're just making that clear. PSA, but uh, no. So I got when I when I go out, a veteran order is I get half a cheesesteak and then half of an Italian hoagie, or I get the full Italian hoagie. If that I'm allowed. Not. No, I don't get like a, it's not mixed, but I'll ask for like, hey, I'll do a six inch, whatever, you know, I'll do a six inch Italian, six inch. If I'm in Philly, like if I'm back in town, again, I don't live there anymore. So when I'm back, where, uh, this is, this is blowing my mind. Like, where do you do it at? Like, do you do it at a restaurant or you do it at like a deli? No, like at a deli or like a pizza okay. place or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'll do a six inch or whatever Italian loaded to go and a six inch, whatever, fried onions. Okay. All right, That's that makes more sense. I thought you were just going to a restaurant. You'd be like, I really like your, your buffalo cheesesteak, cheese but I really like your Italian hoagie, but I don't want the whole thing. Can we I'm split it? not a them? psychopath. Look at me, okay? These love handles, okay? <laughs> they're they're These are built tried and true now. Like, I'm a pasta boy. Like, I put a lot of work in for these, okay? Like, <laughs> yeah, these are earned, not given. So, no, but so, yeah, we went to cheese cheesesteaks in Charlotte, really the only place to get a cheesesteak down here, and I got an Italian hoagie, and I, I had to try them both. I was with the yeah. great head Foley. I had to try them both. Now, my question for you, Kyle, where's Crossing Broad taking you in your food journey? Because you guys do a lot of stuff. You guys cover a lot of stuff. But, like, you've done some food stuff, too. Like, there's a there's a nut job eating rotisserie chickens in Philly somewhere. Yeah. Like, like what food 
I always ask this. There's like food and sports and like we're all in the middle of it. Like where's the kind of food sphere fit into Crossing Broad? Uh, it doesn't. I've always wanted to uh, rate um, French onion soups. I think that's a very underutilized uh, food group. I think it's a very underutilized area. Um, I think you can get a French onion soup in a bunch of different places, especially around Philly. And I think some do it well, and I think some do it wrong. And uh, the good thing about the French onion soup is oh, it's the best. My buddy just sent this picture to me 15 minutes ago. It's a cup of French onion from Park in Rittenhouse Square. That's the best French onion soup in the city. There it is, folks. Best French onion soup at the Jersey Shore. <laughs> Who gets French onion soup at the shore? Well, the shoebies that don't go down in the wintertime, like everybody not listening to the show don't. But when I live that, when I get to go down there and I spend time in the wintertime, folks, for all the people that go to Sea Isle in December because they're trying to get away and the folks that go to Stone Harbor, the fake Jersey Shore folks, but don't aren't down there year round like us Cape May people, go into the lobster house. Okay. Sit. If you don't know what the lobster house is, folks, it's like the number two grocery restaurant in the, in the, in the nation every year, top three. Go into the restaurant. There's either a beautiful bar to sit at right near the fireplace or there's a couple tables right near the fireplace. Go in there in the dead of winter. Okay. Order the French onion soup. The tremendous experience. So to me, that's the best on the Jersey Shore. All right. Um, Little Pete's in Fairmount. Great French onion soup. Little diner action there. Uh, the worst thing the city ever did was take away the Little Pete's in 17th Street in Center City and build a insanely humongous uh, hotel on top of it. Is that the guy? Um, is that the joint that used to do the burritos up on the second floor? I don't know if they ever did burritos. They were a twenty-four hour diner, and that's something that the Philadelphia needs to bring back ASAP. It's a twenty-four yeah, hour diner. Um, North Thirds and Fishtown didn't love the didn't love the French onion soup, but Park is the best one, and that's the good thing about French onion soup. Some people don't do it right, and some people do it do it uh, do it right. So, well, you know, next Wild Card Month, Kyle, we're uh, we're expecting a little French onion soup review. So are you guys allowed to do things that aren't solid? I was wondering that. Well, no, we have a wild card month where anything can, can be Sam Bone, folks. Anything. Okay. Yeah. And the winner that that month, I think he Sam Bone the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping you what on your the, feet. What was the rating? Oh, I think he gave it like an easy 6.2. A little salty, but it was uh, good overall. That's a good ocean. You are looking live at the Polar Bear Plunge in Avalon, Seattle, New Jersey. I am here freezing my ass off. <laughs> oh, did you ever do that, the plunge? I did the plunge. I never went in. I always uh, enjoyed uh, La Costa. Ah, that's the plunge, too. That's all part of it, right? I've plunged, I've plunged twice, and I will never, ever do it again. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah, I'm a Seattle guy. I hope that's okay. No, man. I didn't know that, but we'll have to connect down there. You, anybody right, can cool. be where they want to be. I'm just going to be – I just call everybody soft because everyone shows up Memorial Day. is like, what's going on? <laughs> and all these Cape May folks are like, oh, man, here comes everybody. Yeah. We have a, we have a taillight party uh, 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 Labor Day weekend at the Lobster House at the Schooner. You can literally see the taillights, the traffic leaving town. It's tremendous, tremendous. So were you, were you a Cape May, like grew up in Cape May? So my mom's had retail stores there for 30 okay. years. Right. The first one was in Congress Hall. Then – they redid that. City gave the state gave them a bunch of money to redo it, and then they she's got a couple stores now in the mall. She has the original Fudge Kitchen as well, uh, sponsor of the show. Yeah. So, uh, long story short, uh, you know, we would go down there and we would stay above her store on the mall right there, mm-hmm. and you know, she would like work all day. And we would like help out, and then she'd be like, "All right, kids, time to go to the beach." We go to the beach. Like I'll never forget. Like end of the day, like body surfing, just like crashing on the sand. 
She would take us to like a <laughs> throw us in the car, take us to some cheesesteak spot, load us up, and then we'd pass out and she would drive us back home and she would do a 20 hour, 24 hour trip there. Well, fast forward, we started going there more when I was in college. We, we always went there, but we never really had a place we'd rent for Easter and whatever. And then we bought a place there, my wife and I, across the street from my parents, my brother's next to us. So we go down there like, mm-hmm. and I was, it's like truly a year round town. Like those listening that want to go eat freaking good ass food, like the Sea View pound for pound, the freaking cheesesteak is tremendous. I always talk about it with Mick. Really? The wings are the best wings voted in South Jersey every year. Just about top two, top three from Ocean City down. Mm-hmm. That bar is packed in January, February, March packed. And then you got, you know, all the old places that downtown that have all the good allure, but there's great restaurants that stay open. There's places that stay open year round there. So hmm. Kyle, I hate to say this, but Colin just clearly doesn't get around too much. No, he just stays in K May. He doesn't go he's across a K May guy. He doesn't mean, the line. If, if he's gonna sit here and tell me that the whole street's gonna arrive with Charlie's, up. Charlie's in Summers Point, I'm telling you right now, that's an absolute crime. Have you ever been to the Seaview? I've been to Charlie's. I think I've I have been to the Seaview, but I was very, very young. Yeah, well, we'll we'll do it. Listen, we'll go Sam Bonnet. I don't judge. I, I'm down. To, I travel. We live in Annapolis. I'm in. We'll be in Key West. Listen, I'm on the move. So that's. <laughs> and I am do you think, to- Mick? Like all the all the um like institutions. I heard. I'm I'm like a, I'm like a newer Jersey guy, but I heard like all the institutions like Ocean City and around the Jersey Shore. A lot of them like closed their doors late. Like yeah, the biggest one of all is Voltacos, man. That's I've never had that one. People that were was a groundbreaking so announcement. As a matter of fact, you're going to get better food like in Atlantic City. Like, um, we went to a, a joint called Tony's Boardwalk Grill at like three o'clock in the morning after a concert this summer. And uh, this guy actually ran it. This is a funny, funny story. We went to a concert on the beach and then we went to some bar. I forget the name of the bar. And a couple of these randos spotted my brother and I. They're like, yo, Sam Boner, what's going on? So we're partying with these guys for a long, long time. And like 2 2 30 came around. He's like, have you guys ever been to Tony's Boardwalk Grill? I'm like, Nah, he's like, dude, we are going to go Sam Bone, Tony's Boardwalk Grill right now. I'm like, oh, man, dude, I got to get an Uber back to back to see. I was like, not before we go to Tony's. He <laughs> takes us to Tony's Boardwalk Grill at 3 o'clock in the morning, one crazy summer night. And he takes us into this bar. The bar, we walk in, it's still got a jukebox, still got a cigarette machine. He takes us into the back, and these guys are back there pumping chicken parm sandwiches, all kinds of meatballs, spaghetti. I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, man, this is going to be a total Sam Boner fest. Yeah. But no, it was a, it was a, just a, an absolute hole in the wall. But the food was absolutely fire. It was a funny, that's, funny experience. That's the best thing about food. You know, where else can you make some kind of moments like that without food being like a part yeah. of it? Like, obviously, there were some beverages involved. Don't get me wrong. But like you just ate chicken parm and that's a great food at three in the morning with a couple <laughs> guys that flagged <laughs> you down in the bar. I mean, worse stories have happened after that. No, it was a beauty. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no there's great there's great food down the jersey shore uh you know everyone again i'm always I, I love being there in the off season there's just great great food great places to eat great bread like talking about ac From I, just texted, I just texted my dad i was like there's a place that he's gonna say there's a really cool trip that a couple bars and the liquor stores do that it leaves from the Jersey Shore. Everyone drives up together, gets in vans, and goes up. They get these 18, they get like a freaking flatbed truck, but a big one. And they put kegs on it. And mm. my dad's going to text me here in a second, hopefully. And a cheesesteak group sponsors it. A liquor store at Ocean City sponsors it. And you pay like 100 bucks or like 150 bucks. You get a ticket to the game. Cigars, Holt's Cigar sponsors it. You get a limited beer. You get a cheesesteak before the game. You get a hoagie for the ride back. 
and it's for opening game for the Phillies Phillies game. Maybe, maybe we'll go and do something, a collab for it with you guys, Kyle. But it is the coolest freaking – you're Sam Bonin, you're having a good time going to the opening day. Like the people from the Jersey Shore don't leave, right, the locals down there. So when they come up there, the whole joke's like they bring their Sears, Sears catalog. Like they're just – they just go. They don't leave. <laughs> they just they go to the big city, and they're like, "What's the big city?" Yeah, dude. They don't even. They go into the freaking. They go into uh, uh, Xfinity Live and Chickies and Peach and just party all day. And then when the when the game's over, they come back and then go back to the Jersey Shore with everybody else. It's great. <laughs> Nick, what do you think about the sea aisle scene for food? Eh, it's okay, I, man. I think that's an appropriate response. Yeah, look, look. People call me crazy, but there is something to be said about the salt air, and it's it's tough to produce a good product when you're in the you know salt air i don't know why but there is some good places man like hank sauce and sea isle they seem to get away with it they're up on like 80th mm -hmm. somewhere in there great wings great sandwiches henry's henry's is solid oh, yeah henry's. yeah they i mean they just upgraded that place is absolutely beautiful but the food is definitely above average for the most part and there's a ton of pizza joints there portnoy hit that island hit like 10 or 11 spots but you're never going to get anything like in the eights, honestly. Berardi Brothers is probably the best thing going. Well, what about Lou's Dogs? Lou's Dogs and Bubba's Dogs are your one and two hot dog rival. What's one? What's one, Mick? Ah, uh, oh man, this is not good, man, because I, I wear both their T-shirts. <laughs> I'm friends with both the owners. But you're a review guy, and you need to set. You Kyle's putting it back on me, Colin. What's going on here? This is that's what good interviewers do. That's when you come on a show, you get interviewed back. All right. So <laughs> I'm gonna go Bubba Dogs, and here's why. They serve it on a nice, fresher Lysios roll. Okay. I went to Lou Dogs. Good dog, but just like a boiled dog. Like if, if I if I'm gonna go get a dog, sear it up a little bit. Okay. Right? Throw it on the pan, get it a little crispy. I'm not a gigantic hot dog guy. As a matter of fact, hot dogs stick to me. So I don't really, you know, look for them. But, you know, in addition to just hot dogs, Bubba's has other options. They have pulled chicken sandwiches. They have sausage sandwiches. But the kids do love running there. I'm on 63rd Street. Well, there I just right. gave my block up. And they're only five blocks away, so we can walk there. I feel like that's influencing your decision a little bit. I understand. It You're is. more it closer is. to. Uh... I, sand, I sand bone both of them, though. I mean, Lou Dogs, I, I, I would give you that. It's all about how you like your dog. If you if you're okay with having a boiled dog, like dude, lose dogs with the the, the buffalo chick, uh, the buffalo dog. They do. I'm trying to. I'm looking at the other one. They do a Hank dog. That's really awesome. Uh, the Lassie, the homemade mac and cheese and chipotle ketchup. Like, where else are you getting that? I almost wore my Lou dog shirt today. Honestly, I would have loved it. You don't get it at Bubba's. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I am curious to see. Now again, I'm going to be. We're talking about different places we go. So I live in Cape May, right? We've talked about it. I'll pound the table for it. Tommy's hot dogs in Cape May. Check it out. We'll go. We'll go. Sample. I'll go. It's okay. I'll treat. You're at, you're at exit zero, man. No, he's a total exit down. zero guy. Yeah, yeah, let's go to twenty and then be swarmed by all these groves <laughs> of people. That sounds freaking awesome. <laughs> okay, what? Your mom paid taxes. Now you're a Cape May guy. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into it. Listen, I'm all into it. I lived there, and I was like, I get it now. I get it. I get why people don't leave here. But I, I did go to Stone Harbor this this uh, year. I know it's right right next, right? It's right next to it. No, Wildwood, Wildwood and Stone Harbor. Kyle, you and I, Kyle too, if you have the time, we should go on a hot dog tour, a Jersey Shore hot dog tour. We'll go top twenty five list, and we'll go early. We got We cannot do it in the season. It may take us fifteen days, but we'll do it like either 
after probably before I'll be able to go. But Tommy's hot dog, and then finally in Cape May, the best hoagie and the best freaking cheesesteak is West Side Market in Cape May and West Cape May. That's right. There's Cape so biased to this though. No, no, dude. it's not. Listen, dude, I have eaten. Look at me. Do you see his love handles? <laughs> There's a reason why I barely break a 5-0 in my 40, bud. I'm a blocking tight end. I am built by bread. No way. Berardi Brothers in Seattle has the best cheesesteak in, in South Jersey. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm saying that they have. A, I'm saying in Cape May, I think the best one is there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but not, you know what the problem is in, in in Jersey Shore in particular. There's you can't get any eights. You can't, and that's okay though. To me though, add a little salt air, add a, add the sand, add some time off, and a cold beer. Crunch, and, and to me, it puts it in the eights. Like, you know, that's what it does it for me. Like it's the fact that we're down there. It adds actually a little bit of value. And Mick, you go to Henry's for a couple three hundred twos, then you have a uh, cheesesteak. It'll put it in the eights. Doesn't matter what you eat after that. Kyle, <laughs> <laughs> wow, so. Talk to me about this Philly sports scene because it's directly impacting your job. Mm-hmm. It's booming, right? Absolutely booming, right? To paint a broad picture, Philly's like week to week, day to day, hour to hour, Philly fans, but it's booming. <clears throat> How's it affect you? And, you know, what's your over thoughts on the whole landscape? It affects me very positively. Um, it's amazing. Uh, you know, it, it was it was nice to not have to talk about the Eagles for a couple of weeks, if that's if that's crazy or not. But like they're eight. No, you can't really analyze a team that's like undefeated. You know, they're, they're playing at all. They're playing well at all facets of the game. So it was nice to have the Phillies run that you're like, you know what? We'll talk about the Phils. We'll, we'll react to game two, game three, game four, we'll react to the World <laughs> Series, all that stuff. So it was nice to take a break from from the Eagles because the Eagles are always just like stuffed down your throat and everything. Um it just gave me more content opportunities to go down there and just and just do stuff with people. I was lucky enough to go to uh, one of the World Series games. That was the only win that they were at home, so I was lucky enough to do that. But it's been it's been awesome, man. I, I got I got a loaded question here, two part question. Has anyone ever tried to fight you, like approaching them? That's and a good. Like, that's a really good question. And then secondly, like, what is the craziest interview you've ever had? Um, has anyone tried to fight me? No, I am six five, so I'm lucky. I am a big, I'm a, I'm a pussy, but, <laughs> but anybody, yeah, don't tell anyone. Um, now I'm really good at diffusing the situation. That's why I think I'm so good at what I do when I do man on the streets. Cause if there is an awkward interview, I can always like kind of turn it back and stuff. I have a goofy ass smile. I think people just smile. They just laugh at me too. Um, and then what was the second question? Like, what's the craziest interview you've ever given? Oh, the crazy- you know, like, like, the, like the Philadelphia sports like tailgate scene, in my humble opinion, kind of like Colin eating at Cape May, is the best sporting tailgate scene in the entire country. I'll go Buffalo Bills number two, even though I've never been there. Unbelievable, these, Mick. These freaking people are insane. And yeah. Colin, I'm sorry, not Colin. Kyle, you're up in front of all of them. I mean, they're breathing down your neck. You got to tell us about it. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one, and I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I, one time I went around with a breathalyzer. I went around with a breathalyzer, and that was the best bit I've ever done in my life because people just love to see a breathalyzer, and they love to blow into a breathalyzer. And it doesn't matter who's blown in that breathalyzer before because they'll do it. I, I did bring you know some, some uh, sanitizing wipes, so I was very responsible. <laughs> Shout out to me. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's all there's always uh, there's always crazy interviews. Like I, I tell people all the time, you could probably do this in three different states: New York, Boston, and and Philadelphia. I think maybe Florida. Ravens. That, that may be the only other. Ravens? Really, Baltimore. 
The Raiders. I didn't know they had a tailgate scene. Dude, oh, we don't yeah. know. Oh, we, yeah. we don't pay attention to anything that's not in the Del Mar. Well, I guess they are the Del Mar. Yeah, Raiders. Ravens. You got to understand, like that's all they have. Right? There's no. Where do they tailgate though? I didn't even know there was a parking lot. Like there's a big area. Like I'm playing there this weekend, so that's why I, I, it's like we're starting. They're starting right seven a.m. It's a whole thing. I'm doing. The, I'm playing where I'm not. Maybe who knows? But <laughs> we don't know yet. But my point is. My group is not, right? So they are ready to go. And they are, you know, it's very Philly-esque type um, fan base, I will say. From be- yeah. I, and I live that down there now in Annapolis, but I've known some Ravens fans forever when I was at Florida and all these girls went by, like 50 of them Ravens jerseys. And I'm like, who are they? They're all lacrosse girls. That's how I met my wife. She's from Houston, though. But they're all wearing their freaking jerseys one day. And I was like, yo, this is – these girls are different. I mean, screaming at the TV. So – uh, and I'll chime in with this, and I my my next question. <clears throat> okay, Buffalo, we played there last year. What makes Buffalo unique, which also makes Green Bay unique, different fan bases, different area, way different mantra, right? Very Midwest Buffalo. I mean, uh, Green Bay, like calm, cool. Come in my house. People park in people's front yards in Green Bay, and then they invite you come into their garage and you eat their buffet food. Mm-hmm. You come into their house, you use the bathroom. It's very unique. <clears throat> Buffalo was the craziest I've ever seen. And here's why. Because you're in a neighborhood. Hmm. You pull up. It's like pulling through a neighborhood in Bucks County. And then there's the stadium. It is not. The link's great. You pile in the cars. It's great. It's really cool vibes. Sounds I've like it. Wrigley. It's mm-hmm. very. But Wrigley is in the city. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo is in literally put it smack dab in Yardley. Like you are driving through neighborhoods and people, well, I'll never forget this. I was telling a story 30 minutes ago. There was a guy taking a shit in, in his bushes. There was a guy next to him smoking a cigar, flipping us off. And then there was a guy peeing in the bushes, turning around to see it was us and the police escort and double bird peeing with his pants down to his ankles. And another guy next to him brushing his teeth. I shit you not. And I was like, this is it. Yeah. Philly's crazy. Don't get me wrong. But I think the neighborhood aspect of literally like we're in people's backyards made it the most raucous environment. If you did that for Philly, it'd be the same thing. But yeah. I mean, one guy ate a piece of eat horse shit when we won the Super Bowl. So can you really compare? Right. My question was to you, Kyle, like what's the most raucous thing you've seen at the stadium you've seen yeah. with your own two eyes? Uh, Jesus, I haven't done it in so long, but I'm trying to think it was just last year, but I have like a brain that I just black out while I do this stuff. So I always forget, but I, I don't think I've seen anything crazy. Like, uh, like I just get drunk people that talk, and I'm sorry for giving such a crappy answer, but I don't know. If I if I think of something, I'll, I'll answer it. Okay. Damn. So what about, what about, like, do you, do you get an opportunity to eat? Like, when you're walking through the, uh, the, the whole tailgate scene, is there anything that, like, just pops out at your nose and gives you a, a huge Sam Boner and you just got to eat something? <laughs> People give me a lot of beers. I get a lot of beers. I get a lot of shots. I get a lot of that. Um, no one really offers to eat. Um, I don't really ask either. I should start asking. I should start parlaying this stuff. When I do this stuff, like when I like go to people, I feel like I'm bothering them. I might not look like that on the video, but like I don't love to just go into people's tailgates. I try to get people that are like, you know how the cars are set up? I try yeah. to get people like in the middle of like both the cars. And get them walking in, walking yeah. out. People, it's like it's sometimes, you know, down there, it's like, and, and it just goes back to like trying to fight me and stuff. Sometimes you're going into people's tailgates. That's like coming to a person's home uninvited and stuff. Like people are very territorial about their tailgates down there. True. See, Green Bay, they're like, come on in. It's way different. It's way different. I'm trying to explain this to my in-laws from Houston. And right, so the Astros play the Phillies. And they're like, oh, the Astros fans. I'm like, guys, 
<laughs> again, I have a, I have some unbiased. I've traveled. I play for different teams. Like I play in this league. Like I'm not an Eagles fan. I play, you know, I play for another team. So that's it's a unique perspective. I try think. Like I've seen a lot of places. I've seen our building. We have go no huddle last year against the Eagles because there were so many Eagles fans here. We were jumping off sides at home because it was so loud. And I'm mm. trying to explain to my in-laws from Houston. I'm like, guys, you have no idea. Right. Like people in Houston are going in like button-down shirts and collared shirts and jeans and like Gucci belts and like it's and it's a great city. Yeah. I love Houston. Great food. Great food. Unbelievable. My wife's from there. Awesome. I put on tons of weight when I go there. But like you're trying to compare Astros to Phillies fans. Great fans in Astros. Great building. I've been there. But like you are competing, like it's like Phillies, Red Sox, Yankees. Like you, you're really you're yeah. poking the bear. I was like, you have no idea. It it's like an event out there. Like you go to like the, down to Ole Miss, you go to the Grove. Like you're going to like an event. Exactly. You're going to like a cocktail hour. Like we're going to like war. We're going to like yeah. make sure this team never wants to come back and play us. People so say we in, in Philly, right? Like, oh yeah. All you my hate friends. that being a professional athlete. Like we, like the Panthers. Like hey, we are in this because like I'm a big we guy. You know what? I have flip-flopped on a lot of things. I used to be the guy to say, hand the ball to the ref. And then I was sitting at the CU one day. I was out of the league. I was calling games at Temple. And I was driving all over the place and flying. And it was like, I've been out of the league now. I was with the Bears, with the Giants. And then I'm like, maybe going to get picked up in this XFL, AAF thing. Like a real low point. But I was I was working and doing a lot of radio. And I was working for 97.3 ESPN in, in uh, Ocean City, Atlantic City, and doing pre- and post-game live with Tony Bruno and John McMullen. Like, I got a lot of great experience. But I remember sitting there. And being like, you know what? And a bunch of Ravens fans, there's a huge Ravens contingency in, in Cape May. And they're like, but the hand the ball to the ref. What are you doing? And I was like, you know what? F this, F this shit. I'm done with it. You know how hard it is making this league? Freaking celebrate. My, and then on the other side of it was <clears throat> the we side of it. Like, you know what? That pays the bills. That pays our bills. Like the I pay your salary. Of- You're exactly right. I pay your salary. Correct. <laughs> when you buy Eagles jerseys, you buy tickets, you buy parking, like, that funds this amazing game that allows us all the games, right? That's just football. But my changed my ways with that. So that was the one story popped in my head with the celebrating. And then the other one, which changed my ways, is the we thing. Say we. I yeah. love it. You're, I love it. You're my 100% sister, right. You wouldn't be where you were without me. Exactly. My sister-in-law, I love her. She thinks that she's under center at Alabama taking snaps. <laughs> she, went, she, she went there. Her and Nick Saban. Nick recruited her. Like, she's a, she's a tailback for the national she's title. She's got a ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is what my, my craziest one has happened. Like the second, I I just, I was going through my TikTok as you were talking, but I was listening very intently. Um, a girl, a girl flashed like the second time we did it. And that was like, and like when I'm like, like the first couple of times you do the man on the street, like you're nervous, like sweating bullets, like someone going to punch me and stuff. So I was like two in and we're about to wrap it up. I get one more interview with these guys. This girl, all of a sudden coming out of Xfinity live, just gets in front of the camera just everywhere and then shouted out our only fans and i was like you know that's good marketing that's good marketing that's an entrepreneur <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah your yeah. last your last video kyle was a lot of fun and, and i would love to see you know college big five get back to kind of where like when i was growing up i was 10 11 years old my dad used to take me down to the civic center to watch LaSalle basketball games doug overton Lionel simmons and you know we've still had a lot of great players come through philadelphia but when Temple knocked off Villanova a couple of days ago and, and they stormed the court and you were fucking right in the middle of it. Like yeah. that's what it's all about, man. That's the shit that everybody wants to see. So talk about that though. Like, what was that feeling? The big five is awesome. And it's just, it's, it's the thing is that there's nothing 
like to it. It's all just about shit talking and bragging rights. Like there's like, there might be a trophy, but I don't think anyone's ever seen the trophy before. It's oh, like no. they're uh, Villanova won the Big Five. It's like okay, do they have something they have to show a, for it? They have a Big Five like banquet, and it's all Villanova guys. <laughs> yeah. I hate this one. Villanova's kind of taken away from it. I would love to see Temple. Oh, Raleigh Massimino tried to kill it, and Jay Wright tried to kill it right after him. Yeah. People don't forget, Jay. People don't forget Raleigh. But Kyle does. Um, But it was awesome. I mean, it's the first time in 10 years that they beat Villanova. And and the Temple was, they hooked me up with courtside seats and everything. They're so nice to me and everything. It's just, it's, it's, I, I think I've talked about this with Colin before, but I've definitely said it before. This city would get behind Temple, not only because there are so many people in the city, but there are so many prominent people who work in sports here that went to Temple or have some affiliation with Temple. Like, I, I still go back to 2015 with College Game Day, man. Like, unbelievable. We were talking about ever it today. Thought, yeah. If you ever thought College Game Day was coming to Temple, when I went, I went to Temple Bowling Green when they were in the MAC. I think I was around 2008. I forget. They lost like 63 to nothing to Bowling Green. Yeah. And to, for them from seven years later, less than 10 years later, to have college game day, you guys take freaking Notre Dame to the last second. God damn, Will Fuller went to Roman. Um, scoring there. like, but, but, dude, Halloween 2015 is one of the top 10 moments of my life being in that stadium. Oh, that's a great question by Mick. No, it, right, Philly's a special place, right? Like, we, we got hugged by the city. And mm-hmm. we got a huge hug on that day for Notre Dame. First of all, we beat Penn State, and a lot of people loved that, right? Yeah. Even the Penn State people were happy about that. They're like, you know what? First mm-hmm. time in 75 years, we got a really good thing My cooking. intentions weren't for you to bring that up, Colin. Huh? <laughs> My intentions weren't for you to bring that up. Yeah, well, it's no. So we beat Penn State. I don't remember anything. You know, like Coach Rule was so like, turn the page, turn the page, turn the page. Like, you could win one game against Penn State and lose the rest. No one cares. But fast forward to Notre Dame, like that college game, I think that was the largest college game day ever. And I remember there was buses sure. from Villanova, Drexel, mm-hmm. Penn, mm-hmm. LaSalle. There was like buses, like you could pay like 20 bucks and they would pick you up to take you back. And the city got behind it. I mean, Rule tells stories about like a rock, his Rocky moment is like walking from where we stayed on uh, Broad Street and he would walk down to the 20 blocks mm-hmm. or whatever all the way down and people are screaming at him, not yo, Sam Boner, yo, Coach Rule, who is a Sam Boner too, by the way. We'll get him <laughs> on. But, you know, he. It, it, it was a really good time, Kyle. Yeah. And I think people will get behind Temple Hoops. They're kind of waiting for someone to get it going. Well, Temple's a basketball school. We've already talked about this. Yeah. What did hey. I say? You, I, uh, I think I guilted you into saying Temple was a basketball school because you're on my program. But now I'm on your program, so I can you can we're go. On mix, we're on mixed program. First off, Mick, sure, who, who's your Philly team? Your Philly's, uh, you know, college hoops team, or who you support from Philly? I support them all, honestly. You know, I'd love to see, you know, just recently some of the wood, gra- wood guys go over to play for for uh, Villanova, even the uh, Archinacchio guys from the Chamonix. Did I get that right? Archinacchio? Yeah. Archinacchio. Yeah, yeah. He played. He was the best football player I ever played with. We played. But uh, I'm a big Aaron McKee guy. I'm glad to see he's taken over at Temple. And again, I grew up going to LaSalle games at the Civic Center, like Lionel Simmons. I think my brother still has a – Size 22 sneaker sitting around signed by Lionel Simmons. Like at the end of the games, those guys used to actually walk off the court and take their sneakers off and give them to the kids. Like hmm. every single game, Doug Overton. Um, but no, if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with uh, all of them. Oh, <laughs> what we, a out. we have been spoiled from Archbishop Wood and from Bucks County with just point guards for Ed Villanova. Ryan Arch, who's a buddy of mine. We'll have him on the show, Mick. Awesome dude. Yeah. And then Colin, whose dad was my tight end coach and football coach all the way through Wood. 
played with Colin and James, his older brother, who was an All-American D3 at Widener. Um, yeah, why, and then, did, why does Colin look more like Arch than Ryan Arch's brother looks like Arch? I know. And then we have Ryan Arch's brother, who's now the point guard for Nova. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a 12, 12 years of uh, – uh, uh, But like that was the loudest I've heard the Lee Core Center probably since VCU in like 14 or 15 when they were fighting for the tournament. Big 10, big five games should never be played down at, in, in South Philly. You're exactly That's a joke. When Temple, I think Temple played him a couple of years ago down there. Where? Oh, at Wells Fargo Center? Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't ever put no, it's, they should all I be agree. Plestra. They should all have streamers after the first Plestra. scores. Yeah, put it at the Plestra. I want people on top of each other, just just barking. Yeah. No, I barking agree. I agree right. with that statement. There's no, nothing better than yeah. a big five game at the Plestra. It's the greatest. Yeah, I, it just has to get more competitive. It just has to get more competitive. And going over, like, shout out to them. Like, it hurts me to say that, but like, there's a reason why they probably shouldn't care about the Big Five because they just dominate the Big Five all the time. And then they're playing instead of instead of scheduling like Little Sisters of the Poor, they got to go against Temple, St. Joe's, LaSalle, Drexel, sometimes Penn. Like, you know, not not on the same level of them, but like, it's a rivalry game, and you're going to get your best shot every time. And yeah. you know, they're they're looking at they're not worried about the Big Five. They're worried about the uh, Final Four, the cheesesteak place in Wildwood that my dad just texted me, hot spot. Has anybody mm. ever been there? Mm-mm. They're the yeah. opening day guy that comes up, he brings a griddle, and he brings a grill right out of the restaurant and brings it on the freaking flatbed truck and then Dude, out. The, the number griddle. one cheesesteak spot in Wildwood is Russo's. Oh, okay. it's not Keenan's? It's what? It's not Keenan's? I don't think so. I don't even know if Keenan sells food. It's a bar. Yeah. Come on. Russo's I pair. I never had. Actually, yes, Nick I doesn't have leave Seattle. Yeah, that? I was gonna say you've never been to Keenan's. Nick doesn't oh, leave I've been to Keenan's plenty of times. I've never eaten. Probably oh. drinking twenty Coors Lights. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't eat at Keenan's. You, you drink <laughs> and you listen to the uh, Juliana Brothers. That's right, baby. Shout out to Coors Light, the official sponsor of Not Falling Me. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, okay, so we talked a little about Palestra. Any any place to grab a bite over there? There's a Baby Blues barbecue over there that we used to get. No, food. it's not Baby Blues anymore. Oh, it's gone. It got catered. Yeah, dude. Shout out to Chef Chad Rosenthal. Shout out to Uncle Pizza Party. It's the Lucky Well now. Let's go, Lucky Well. They, they used to they used to cater to us once a week at Temple. That place was unbelievable. So the Lucky Well, love it, dude. dude the Lucky Well is slinging some of the best barbecue. They are the proud sponsor of the Philadelphia Eagles for Sundays when it comes to barbecue. And uh, Chef Chad Rosenthal is a real good friend of mine. He lives right here in, in Ambler, Upper Dublin, and they have just opened up their fourth location right there. In the Palestra vicinity, I guess, what do you call that? Like West Philadelphia. West Philly, yeah. And uh, they're doing a burnt ends cheesesteak yes. with Cooper Sharp cheese. I think we touched on it yesterday, Kyle. They're calling my name. I got to get <laughs> over there. We got to yeah. stand bone it. I heard they got good French onion soup, too, so maybe we'll do a little combo deal. They've won by me, but I don't know if they're serving the burnt. I, I actually, it's funny you say that because I, when I was doing research for you coming on, I – uh, came on to Chad Rosenthal's page and this Burt and cheesesteak. I was like, that is absolutely amazing. And then they have one like on spring garden area, but I don't know. Cause it's a new option. I don't know if they sell it yet at the, uh, at the spring garden one. So if you can talk to him and tell him, Hey, you got to bring it down or it's Cal Hill street, something just, you know, tell him a little bird. He said he'd like to try the burnt end cheesesteak. Kyle from crossing broad. Yeah. Okay. So as we wrap up here, uh, Mick, any final questions before I ask Kyle our final question? No, I think I'm good, man. It's been a lot of fun hanging out with you, man. And hopefully we can continue to keep it rolling. Absolutely. I'll be popping Kyle on to surprise you, Mick, on some of our other shows. So, Kyle, maybe. what do we got, Mick? No, I was just going to say maybe he can do his hair next time. but not. 
You got a strong head of hair, Kyle. I mean, you got a strong <laughs> Thank you. I mean, <laughs> got to be good at something, right? Okay, so I'll be back for the bye week. I'm going to do a quick 48 hours up in Bucks County. We named some places where we should go for Mick. And I think Mick and I are looking for a place to stand bone. We're up for sale, folks. So, you know, what are you thinking, Kyle? Should we go to Dominic's or should we go to, uh, you know, a place up there? I mean, it's MBI, New Britain Inn's got good cheesesteaks. Candlewick's got good cheese. Shout out to Mike Carey. Um, what are you thinking? God, I haven't been up in Lansdale in like two or three years. It's bad. Another brain um, fart moment for Kyle. Yeah, right. Go to Spatola's. Spatola's. I mean, Dude, Spatola's. Spatola's like got me through grade school. Mick, we may have to do some content where we like just eat like just a couple bites, like Portnoy does, and he just hits all these places. Like that may be you and I that day. Yeah, have fun with it, man. Yeah, Mick. If you ever do like work. multiple, if you ever do multiple spots, man, you like. Does that affect your ratings, or you just if you if you know you're doing like multiple spots a day, are you like a one bike guy and you're like I do not do multiple spots a day. Maybe once in a blue moon, I'll I'll kill two birds with one stone. Um, but like you know, pizza is easy, right? Anybody can eat a couple different slices of pizza. Yes. Not to take anything away from what that fucking guy's uh, doing. Machine caught out. I try to only eat half the sandwich. That's my new thing. But the other day, I was in Northeast Philadelphia, and I'm driving home, and I'm like, God damn, that was so good, and I end up. Catching myself unraveling that puppy while I was driving home, crushed the second half. I, I did the that. same thing at Cheats. I was supposed to bring it home for my wife. Sorry, Sydney. And I forgot it in the car. But while I was in the car, I threw it in the back seat so I wouldn't be able to reach it. <laughs> exactly. Damn, that's a little move. reach around action. That's Dude. an elite move. <laughs> yeah, would have been rough. Would have been rough. Kyle, we love your stuff, guys, on Crossing Broad. Check Kyle out on there. He just does a freaking killer job. Uh, any plugs, Kyle, before we go? Yeah, Crossing Broad, Crossing Broadcast. Uh, you can follow me at Kyle Pagan, P-A-G-A-N-C-B, on Twitter, uh, Instagram. You can find me, Kyle Pagan. And then go follow the Crossing Broad TikTok. I know Mick. Mick's on TikTok. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He is. <laughs> I've never had to convince somebody more to be on other social media platforms. Mick is, he loves the community Instagram. He loves yeah. you, folks. He loves you. Yeah. But guess what? Everybody else, Mick loves you the same. Just remember that TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. He loves you. He He's you. a creature of habit. He likes he likes what he likes. I don't blame him. He's got an unreal mm -hmm. Sambone community on on Instagram. So that's Mick McKenzie, the OG Samboner. I'm Colin Thompson. Samboner out. Thanks, Kyle. Samboner out. Never gonna lose my sense of focus. Always gonna.